I'm Tom Whalen. I'm Jay Day. Jay Day and the Day home team of real estate teams with our weekly real estate podcast. Jay, with the interest rates like they are right now, tell me why why wouldn't I rent right now and wait for the interest rates to go down? Well, that's an interesting question, and it's a question we do get a lot from people that are looking. Or they'll call and say, hey, do you do rentals? And we're like, no, we don't. However, have you thought about purchasing? And, I mean, the big thing is, realistically, every year someone who's renting has to make a decision. Am I going to stay here? Am I going to continue to stay where I am? Am I going to rent somewhere else? Or am I going to finally you know, go and purchase something? Now, there was an interesting thing that came out uh, from Realtor.com. And they said three out of four renters, 70, which is you know, 74.2% to be more precise, who have moved in the past 12 months reported seeing their rent increase. The strain from rent hikes isn't exclusive to renters who have recently moved. Nearly two-thirds, and they're saying 63.2%, who've lived in their current rental between 12 and 24 months, uh, likely, and the ones that likely renewed their lease, have also reported increases in their rent. So not only are interest rates increasing, your rent cost has been increasing as well. So it's not like you know the mortgage rates have have dropped or went up and then rent costs are coming down. So rent costs are coming up as well. And then if you look at, you know, if you look at different things, they're they're expecting that the rent growth is going to continue. So they're forecasting if we go back with historical data, um, there was a five percent increase between twenty thirteen and twenty nineteen. Uh, there was a ten percent increase in twenty twenty one, seven point seven percent increase in twenty twenty two and they're forecasting another 6.3% increase in rents uh, in 2023. So I know in this area, people I've talked to, that their rents are already sort of crazy. Um, and All right, so let me ask you a question. If somebody's renting, 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 and it's getting crazy, what's the biggest obstacle they faced to purchase a home? Well, the biggest obstacle recently was lack of inventory. Um, they couldn't find something in the time frame needed. Now, the funny thing is, though, what most people think the biggest obstacle is, is they don't have the money to do it. And to be very candid, before the last couple of months, that might have been true. Because as we talked about, people had to pay over asking price. They had to pay over what the appraisal was. They had to pay all their closing costs help. And then they had a down payment, too. So one of the important things is a lot of people think for some reason that they need 20% down for a down payment. That is not the case. You do not need 20% down. I mean, if you're thinking about buying and you're like, I don't have the money, you are going to need to have some money. Yes, that is true. However, if you reach out to us, we can put you in touch with our lender. There are some programs in parts you know, of the areas we cover that you can get you know, USDA financing, which is 100% financing. So it's no down payment. Then there's FHA options where you need 3.5% down. There are conventional options where you only need 5% down. If you're a veteran, there's a VA option, which is 0% down. So you don't necessarily have to have a ton of money for a down payment. And like we talked about on our last podcast, you know, back a couple months ago, you, know, you were going to have to pay all your closing costs. And closing costs can be pretty expensive uh, in the state of Maryland. And, you know, it's not cheap in other areas either. But, it, you know, Maryland's a little heavier price than with closing costs than Pennsylvania, than West Virginia. So West Virginia is one of the more affordable spots. So when we're talking about that and, you know, we went into the stats uh, last podcast that 
a lot of the areas, like Frederick County was over 40% of the last 30 days of sales, the seller had to give the buyer closing help in those transactions. So to me, it's almost like a perfect, uh, I don't want to say a perfect storm, but it's in a situation now, if your lease is coming up where, okay, I can probably get, you know, there's a little more inventory, things are sitting on the market a little bit longer, Um, I can possibly get closing help depending upon where I'm looking. Um, If a home's been on the market a little longer, they may be willing to take a USDA financing as opposed to needing 5% down for conventional. So now there's all these different caveats that come into play. But the biggest thing is, you know, and it's funny because people people think the same thing with becoming an investor and getting properties and building wealth and things like that, that, you know, I don't have enough money to do this. I don't have enough money to do this. Well, and I mean, I hate these cheesy sayings that go out there, but one of the memes and stuff that I've seen online is about renters. And it says, you know, yeah, renters will complain about interest rates increasing. That's why they're not going to buy. But when you rent, your your you know, your interest rate is 100% because 100% of your payment is not going to anything. <laughs> you know, so again, as cheesy as it sounds, it's, it's very true. Where did that 20% come from? Because when we talked about what we were going to talk about today, I thought, well, I, you know, I know this. You got to have twenty percent. Where did that come from? Because the the traditional mindset, a conventional loan at one point it was a twenty percent down product. So you needed twenty percent down to get a conventional loan. Um, now, if you're buying a second home, an investment property, that can be a twenty to twenty five percent requirement. But if we're talking primary residence not investment properties, um, 20% is not the case at all. And like I said, the the key is don't wait until the month before your lease is up. You need to plan this. Um, and we've worked a lot with people that you know call us six months, eight months before their lease is up. We get them lined up to do what needs to be done. And then we pull the trigger when the time makes the most sense and we get them through things. Now, some of them, you know, we end up getting them a house two months before their lease is up. But the way we explain it, you know, let's say that their lease is up. What are we? We're in January. Let's say their lease is up in March. You go under contract for a house now. You close in February. Your first payment's not due until March anyway. So you really didn't have any duplicate payments at all. Um, There's a way to handle all of it. And the key is, you know, don't believe the myths. There's different things that are online. There's, I mean, the challenge in today's world is there's so much information available online, and you don't know whether it's true or not. You know what I mean? It's, sure, I don't believe you know, anything. I mean, it's I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, even now too, you go and you chat with things, and you're like, "Is this a person? Is this a robot? Is this <laughs> yes, AI?" I understand. You know what? What in the world am I dealing with? Um, and I will tell you the one thing because people joke and say, you know, to go into that about the AI stuff. You know, will you need real estate agents with AI? Well, people do. This is a personal situation. This is a personal transaction. You know, you do need to have someone that you can relate to, that you can talk to, that has the experience. That's where I think we sort of come into play, and we can help walk you through the process. So if you're thinking about buying, just give us a call, 866-702-9038. We have a ton of buyer agents that specialize in working with buyers, first-time home buyers. You know, this could be your 20th home you've purchased out of state, whatever the situation is. We have a team of agents that can handle it, and we're here to answer your questions. You got a home of the week? I do. This is a this is a cool uh, property. 188 Smalls Drive in Falling Waters, West Virginia. 
listed for two hundred and sixty-five thousand. Um, this home has great bones and has lots to offer. It's a nineteen oh seven farmhouse that needs some TLC, and then it'll shine once again. It's located on a level two acre corner lot, offers multiple outbuildings. The property welcomes all animals and would make the perfect farmette. Home features the new roof, which was done in 2020, and the furnace is only five years old. Plenty of storage space awaits with the spacious walk-up attic, the unfinished basement with built-in shelving. Uh, The lot is available to be subdivided if desired, just minutes from the Maryland line, the Potomac River, and offering easy access to local commuter routes. Go to WFRE.com, look up Tom and Jay's Real Estate Podcast, see this house of the week. If you like what you see, click on the button to schedule a showing, and one of our agents will schedule a private tour for you. I'm Tom. I'm Jay. Jay Day and the Day, home team of real estate teams, weekly real estate podcast. Thank you for listening, and tell your friends all about it.